Welcome to Sheltered, the podcast where we bring you fun and vulnerable conversations that acknowledge the sheltered experiences of our past and inform our present and future. I'm Taylor Vogel, and this is episode number 12, Full Face Fancy, where you'll hear about our experiences with makeup and beauty and how our opinions around both were formed. Before we get started, we want to thank those of you who have taken time to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This week, we're sending a big thank you to listener Tara Raya, who said in her five-star review, these women are so much fun. They are caring, smart, funny, and humble. Their conversations are lighthearted and fun, but are also honest and real. I, too, was sheltered growing up, and although being, quote, sheltered is typically seen as a negative thing, so much good has come out of it, too. It's given me a unique perspective on life, and I can't wait to hear how each one of these women have been molded by their experiences. Thank you so much, Tara Raya, for those kind words. And if you would like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, click the link in our show notes. Joining me for this week's episode is co-host and beautiful babe, Shanoa. Hi, Shanoa. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm well. Also joining us for this week's episode is special guest and gorgeous guru, Carissa Hendrickson. Welcome, Carissa. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Shanoa. Thanks for having me. Hi, we're so excited hey. you're here. Woo-hoo. Especially nice. since we've mentioned you a few times on the podcast now. You're just super in the know about the latest and greatest of pretty much everything. And we're very excited to have you here with us for Full Face Fancy. Thank you. I met Carissa. Oh, gosh. How long has it been? Five? Four or five, maybe? At her waitressing job. And then I introduced you to Carissa, I remember the first time that I met you. We went to Fuzzies. Was it Fuzzies? It was Fuzzies. And we sat at this high top table. And I remember I felt like I had known you for years. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the first time I met you because we had talked. Had we texted before that? Yes, I feel I like so. I feel like Shanoa put us in a group text because she's really I good at so. like connecting people. <laughs> mm-hmm. The three of us, aside from watching the Bachelor franchise together, which I miss dearly. We also always tend to get into the conversation about beauty and skincare. In fact, Carissa, you were one of my notes that I passed, like as a human, but also for my skincare routine. So (laughs) we figured it was only appropriate to have you on this episode. Oh, I appreciate that. I love that episode, by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, thanks. Would you tell us, start us out by telling us your relationship with beauty, with makeup, um, where, how does that play a role in your life right now? Yeah, so I am actually, okay, being originally from Southern California, um, living by the beach, I grew up never wearing makeup. It was just the natural beauty. I never like wore hair, anything in my hair. Um, I was literally just so natural and tan and a goddess. <laughs> then I moved to Oklahoma the end of my freshman year of high school. Like I literally had, I believe maybe two months left in my freshman year of high school. So huge culture shock. And I moved here and I have never worn makeup before in my life. I, like I said, I've never done anything to my hair. And then I'm at this new huge high school and all of these girls look like beauty queens. Like they used to do pageants and they're all dolled up every day. And it was just 
crazy to see. And I had joined cheer because I was a competitive cheerleader and I instantly didn't fit in because I didn't look like my peers or my teammates. So they were like, you really need to wear makeup, change up your hair. I I used to do the middle part, which is now popular again. (laughs) But when I first moved here 15 years ago, it was to the side, like you parted it to the side. So I made all these huge changes, but then my body was also going through changes. So then, you know, naturally acne happens and just things like that. But basically I kind of became like a little beauty queen as well. And then as I got older, I, um, I got my first waitress job where I met Shanoa and wearing makeup was something that was required every single day. It was actually part of our uniform because we were considered entertainers versus waitresses. I was used to wearing makeup every single day and I did love it, but after a while wearing it almost every single day, like it, it gets exhausting doing like you kind of dread it. It's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So once I transitioned out of that kind of work environment to corporate America, I started realizing these women are girl bosses and they're not wearing makeup every day and they're still so successful and beautiful and just so talented. Like I want to be like them. So I kind of slowly started not wearing as much makeup and just kind of, you know, embracing my inner beauty and just being more comfortable with myself. And that's where I'm at now. And even my husband, um, he's so used to me not wearing makeup now. When I do put on makeup, he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) So (laughs) I still like to put on makeup, though, every now and then, because during quarantine, especially like I I've maybe worn makeup four times total in the last six months. So it is nice to do every now and then because it does like make you feel pretty and just, you know, makes you feel beautiful, but it's definitely not necessary or anything like that. But I do like watching um, YouTube videos and stuff about different makeup tips and tricks and different things like that. that. The YouTube thing is its whole world, like in and of itself (laughs) that honestly, Shanoa introduced me to. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't, really know that was a thing that's how I learned to do most of my like how I do my makeup sometimes well I grew up basically from kindergarten I think I mentioned it on another episode until seventh grade when I started going to our little tiny private school where you and I met Taylor I danced it was I mean mainly for recitals or competitions but we had to wear makeup then, and it was, like, full-on, full-face, heavy, like, what you could consider, I guess, theater, theatrical makeup, just yeah. because that way you can see it from the stage. So, yeah, me as a little sixth grader, or not, not sixth grader, six-year-old. Do we get pictures? Bright red lipstick, maybe. I'll have to find them. I think I have some <laughs> of my dad's. I my first pictures. costume, I was a little bluebird, and it was adorable. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, Yeah. So I wore it then and then pretty much like in middle school and high school, I kind of kept it minimal if I did. I mean, I would just wear maybe mascara just because I have lighter eyelashes and it looks like I don't have any. (laughs) 
and I don't wear mascara most of the time. So sometimes I wear mascara, especially like if we were doing school pictures, but I never did anything like foundation wise just because it would, you know, clog up my pores and sometimes I would get, you know, breakouts and then you're going through the changes that you go through with, you know, puberty and middle school and high school and all that. So um, pretty much then I kept it minimal. And then when I started working, I wouldn't quite do, I would just do, I guess, like minimal full face, kind of just like a tinted moisturizer, you know, a little bit of mascara, that kind of thing. You know, when YouTube came out, there was like a whole new world. And then one of my friends, her cousin actually did, that kind of what turned me on to it was her cousin is a YouTuber and she puts out like makeup tutorials and then just kind of started going down that rabbit hole of, oh, what it, you know, oh, you can do this with, you know, eyeshadow or whatever. Oh, you can blend it this way and it looks really natural and really pretty. And it's not because pretty much once I was older, I thought of wearing makeup. It just automatically took me back to my dance days where I was like, oh my God, no, <laughs> I can't wear that in public. <laughs> well, and uh, I mean, that was my first experience too. It was like a dancer whenever Mm -hmm. you know ballet and tap and jazz and all that and doing stage makeup for performances but I wasn't allowed outside of that I wasn't allowed to wear makeup until I was in sixth grade and you bet that was a huge thing like (laughs) that was a huge thing that I got to wear makeup and I was so excited but the exactly what you just said like the only thing I knew to do with it was to coat my face in the mm-hmm. blues and the reds of the nineties, like, or I guess it was early two thousands at that point, but mm-hmm. that's all I knew was stage makeup. And so I went through that phase as most of us did. And there um, was like the glitter, like ugh. high glitter eyeshadow and high glitter lip gloss. I remember too. Carissa, did you ever have a glitter phase? It freaks me out. Oh, absolutely. I had really? glitter on my lips, glitter on my eyelids. <laughs> I even had glitter eyeliner. I also had, do you guys remember the uh, Maybelline Maybelline Dream Matte Foundation? It was like yes. very foamy, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, it was like a mousse. Yes, the mousse. Yes. <laughs> so I used to wear that, and I am not even joking. My neck was so white and my face was so tan. I <laughs> oh my god. It was so awful. <laughs> yeah, it I don't even know how like I don't know what my mom was thinking. Like how did my blending wasn't a to- thing back then. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean Yeah. I feel you like live and you learn. I I do remember seeing some of my students um whenever I was teaching, seeing my students like learning and playing and experimenting Mm -hmm. with with makeup which was fun like it was always really cute to see whenever there was a really heavy lip or something that came to school because I was like oh honey you're you'll look back on this fondly but Mm -hmm. I went through a few years where I didn't wear any makeup at all ever which was the most magical my skin has ever been because I've never really had a study skincare routine until now. Thanks, Krista. Um, I've never really had a study skincare routine or known what was going on with my skin or how to take care of it or why I should like invest a little more money than just like some wipes to take off my makeup each night. I've been pretty good about that, but I wish I had taken better care of my skin. Even when I wasn't wearing makeup regularly, I started wearing makeup again 
a few years ago when I interviewed for my teaching job in Denver, because you guys, I read an article in, I think it was Cosmo, something about women who wear makeup getting paid more. And I was kind of like, oh, that's a huge bummer. And I, mm-hmm. I remember reading it and thinking through the process of like, oh, I can get that because you're seen as more professional if you take care of yourself and also acknowledging the inequity of that and also like realizing the reality that that might be the case. So Krista, I was actually really excited whenever we were talking before this and you said, oh, like nobody in my office wears makeup. And I got, I mean, that made my heart so happy because I'm wondering like, are we actually moving to a place where that's, the norm like I would I would love for it to be like super minimal and that's just kind of like acceptable across the board yeah I totally agree I did read an article um similar to the one that you just referenced and um yeah it said that and it also said just it didn't say specifically women but it said people with straighter whiter teeth um are more apt to get promoted like more quickly versus people. Yes. So that's interesting. I know. So I actually did a senior college paper on that. And what? yes. So I'll have to dig it up for you guys and send it to you, but it was crazy. And I did a, um, like a survey within my class. I think I had about 35, 36 students and they all agreed that teeth and people's face is like the number one thing that they look at because I I majored in human resource management so you know interviewing people that's something that obviously you're talking to people one-on-one so you're just focused on their face and their teeth and you know sometimes not even the words just like what they look Mm -hmm. like right so yeah those things can be really important but I totally agree I work for a huge corporation in Oklahoma City that you guys know, obviously, but um, we have majority women and you're right. I feel like makeup was something that was so huge, but it's kind of dying down now. Like, you know, I, I love that because it it's so time consuming sometimes. Like it does make yeah. you feel beautiful for a lot of women and that is nice to feel, but I would rather have my extra... 30 minutes of sleep honestly now that I'm <laughs> I'm in the old. same boat <laughs> yes I'm with you I'm trying to find that balance while working from home I'm still working remotely um I'm trying to find that balance of like what is my routine now and what is mm-hmm. what does that look like and how does that change from what I used to do yes. every single day when I was going into the office and then I also have like special events that I go to because i would consistently work concerts. So um, it's, it's just a different balance now. I'm also thinking about, and and I'm having trouble reconciling it right with my, my background in the arts of like, what does it mean to be camera ready? And do I want to be camera ready every single day? (laughs) Because camera ready to me, like when I'm thinking of zoom camera ready is makeup, like full face makeup powder uh, so that you're reducing shine lipstick so that you are communicating more clearly and effectively with your lips Um, because people are getting that visual cue from you as well and it doesn't always sync up perfectly so it's helpful to have a lipstick on 
and making sure that my eyes don't look particularly dark because of the lighting and thinking through all of those things. And then at the same time, just wanting to say, screw it. This is what I look like. (laughs) And I just want, I just want to relax a little bit. Um, So it's weird shifting from that, like, camera ready mindset to this is my workplace like I'm right that's a very weird dichotomy for me I feel like too especially since you're working from home it's harder to find that work home balance almost well yeah because like you said Chris that it makes you feel pretty and Mm -hmm. um I'm somebody who likes to get out regularly (laughs) like it it does make you feel pretty and it makes you feel put together but I also I don't want more than three minutes of my life devoted to this daily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I agree. Have you guys ever noticed, though, that I, I don't know if I'm crazy or if I'm just like overly observant or something, but I have noticed I have gone to a place, just say like a restaurant or a um, like a shopping store, something like that. I've been somewhere with makeup on and was treated completely different versus when I went there the next day with no makeup yeah absolutely and I remember you telling me about that story too yes. tell me more about that Chris like what happened I'm not a beer drinker but my husband likes beer so mm-hmm. I will occasionally if I know he's running low I'll just go to the store and go grab him beer I went to Target one day and it was after work I was wearing makeup and I was dressed professional and cute And I picked him up some beer and I showed my ID and everything was fine. I go there maybe a few days later, maybe a week later, and I pick him up another thing of beer. And I think it was on on the weekend or something. So like I was off and not wearing any makeup. I was just like cleaning house all day. And I show my ID and they start questioning me. She starts like she takes my ID out of my hand and starts like, you know, moving it back and forth to like, see if the reflective thing is on there and make sure it's not like fake. Because obviously in our ID pictures, like it's normal for us women to get dolled up. We want to look our best in our driver's license. Right. Like who wants to go there and, you know, look like they just rolled out of bed. Right. So she's questioning me just over and over. She's like, this isn't you. And I was like, man, this is me. And I said, here's another ID to show you. Um, I have three cards right here. They all say the same name. I'm like, yes, this is me. I promise. And she refused to sell me beer. <gasps> and oh my gosh, I am 30 years old and <laughs> I don't look super, super young either. So it's not like I can blame it on that. Like I look, I look my age, I feel like, but yes, I was treated horribly. And that's actually happened to me three times. <gasps> Two times oh at my Target gosh. and one time at Walmart when I showed them my ID, I was refused alcohol. So do you want to know what I did is I was tired of dealing with that. And I was very embarrassed and ashamed. I, I called the store manager. I left surveys. Like I wanted them to know how like awful that made me feel. So I went to the tag agency uh-huh. and I got the state issued Oklahoma ID. And I took that picture without any makeup. (gasps) I did my hair in my bun or in a bun, no makeup on, just t-shirt, you know, didn't care, nothing on my face at all. And 
just smiled for my picture. So now if I go and purchase any alcohol for my husband or me, whatever, I show that state issued ID versus my driver's license. If I look more dolled up, I will show my driver's license. But since doing that, I have not had any issues, but I just believe that that that's insane. Yeah. It was honestly (sighs) terrible. Like I went into the car and I was crying. Like it made me feel like absolute crap. It was so awful. That's rough. And like, I know in your waitressing job, you had to check IDs and stuff. I've had to check IDs too. And it's always super uncomfortable to have to have that. I can't serve you conversation and That's, have to question it. Yeah. And have in... to question it. But, but I don't think I've ever, it's never been with a woman on the basis of like, you don't look like your ID. It's always been somebody who was undoubtedly 14 or somebody who just didn't have their ID with them. That is remarkable and it's not like I wear a ton of makeup so it's not like I look super super different I just I just couldn't honestly like make it out like I'm like how do you like obviously yes you can tell I have lipstick on in this ID picture my driver's license photo and obviously I don't have that right now and like yes I may have some bronzer and some blush and my mascara on but other than that, like, I did not go to Sephora and go do an hour tutorial. Like, <laughs> I'm not that much of a makeup professional. So I don't know. I, I still think I look somewhat the same. So I just was really appalled. Wow, that's a huge, a huge bummer. I've also noticed younger girls. And when I say younger, I mean, like, middle school and high school, for the most part, I've noticed the past few years, they don't go through awkward phases anymore. like I know like I get like what a gift well no I get like social media like Instagram it's like highlight reel so to speak so I mean most of the time you only put like what you want other people to see but like they're wearing which there's nothing wrong with it you do you but I've just noticed like like Kylie's friends and you know girls that's like she went to high school with it seems like hardly any of them went through like awkward phase kind of like we did like, do you think it's just they access? just have that it might be? Yeah. I was on my own with figuring out how to use this stuff and right. going solely off of my dance days. There were some shoulds for sure about like you should not even go to the grocery store without some makeup on because what if somebody right. sees you and they will always see you if you don't have your makeup on. You mm-hmm. will always run into someone you know if you don't have makeup on, which is fine. But there were definitely shoulds surrounding it when I was growing up I just didn't have the I don't know the resources like you're saying we didn't right. have Instagram to just pop over and see we didn't have tutorials and I there was also a different value in our awkward middle school years of how you use color and light like there were different mm-hmm. methods and a lot of it is so much more natural now hopefully right. from like Carissa's roots in Southern California maybe that's a positive influence on the world right it's like We are going a little bit more natural and it is more comfortable to be without a full face of makeup. And I also really appreciate just the emphasis that you guys have given me on take care of your skin, like (laughs) take care of your skin, not here's all the things you need to do to be pretty per se, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, here's your skin. It is a giant organ on your body. Please take care of it so that you can continue to be healthy. (laughs) Like, that's right. its own kind of beauty is just general self-care. Well, another thing with that, too, is is your skin, I mean, it gives you, like, a good base. So, like, if you, or foundation, so to speak. So, like, if you do want to 
you know, do makeup. It just gives you a good starting point and everything, you know, blends easier. And Yeah. And sure. typically, you know, if you do take care, you know, have a good skincare routine and whatnot, then you typically don't have to use as much makeup. You can get away with less. Carissa, did you have shoulds or requirements or any rules around makeup? Yeah. So, well, my younger years, I did do competitive cheer. So I did wear makeup just for competitions for cheer. But my mom very much sheltered us. She was very, very strict and just always in our lives, like, we couldn't get anything past her, basically. Which is totally <laughs> fine. I'm grateful for that now. But no, like I, my mom never wore makeup ever. So I was used to that, like seeing my mom never wear makeup. And my mom was so pretty and she still is. So, um, so just that example and like kind of living, living that. Yes. Yeah. But it's weird because my father is from Mississippi and so they're in the South and my dad is remarried um, to my stepmom who I absolutely love, but they're from originally from Alabama. So she's very Southern in country. Uh So when I go visit them in Mississippi about maybe once or twice a year, I'm actually going to see them next month, but for my stepsister's wedding. But they are so Southern, they do not leave the house without an entire face full of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going there a few summers ago just to hang out with them. And my sister had taken us to some hole in the wall bar and we had the greatest time. And then the next day we were, you know, not feeling so great. So she she was going to take us to Sonic. And before we could go to Sonic, she had to literally spend 45 minutes putting on her face before we could go because she knew she would run into someone living in a small town and she didn't want them to see her without makeup. I've literally never seen them without makeup. Wow. It's just crazy. I feel so grateful. That's that fascinating. We, yeah, that we live in Oklahoma and it's not... It's not weird to see people not wear makeup. It's actually very common. So, well, you say that my experience was more like what you just described, though, because that was very much my family. And we do have roots from Alabama, too. And so I even though I was raised in Oklahoma, we had a lot of that Southern influence in our lives. But yeah, that was that was a lot more my experience of just like never seeing my mom or, you know, our friends going out without makeup. In fact, I've even heard a cousin like say to her daughter, no, go put yourself together. We're not going out looking like that. And I went, Oh, <laughs> like, okay. oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> it was something to do with earrings, but it's, it's just, I didn't think it was anything over the top. Like, you know, okay. Mm. I wouldn't have cared, but, and I certainly go out now without makeup or without doing my hair, but it is always something that I'm conscious of now, you know, ingrained. Mm-hmm. ingrained southern rules but it's an interesting thing that you're bringing up the regional influence that this has yeah absolutely I don't feel like very many east coasters and west coasters care about their makeup appearance as much as southern southerners what do you guys think though about that I would say that's accurate 
I agree. Yeah, because my mom grew up in Texas, and so it was kind of, I mean, when I was little, I wouldn't say every time we went somewhere, but maybe like 80% of the time we went somewhere, she had to at least have lipstick on. But I remember there were some times, too, it's kind of like what Chris said, it's like we were going somewhere, I just remember it like taking like 30 minutes for her to put her makeup on. I'd just be <laughs> sitting there on the bed watching her do it. I'm like, can we go? <laughs> like, I just want to go. I don't want to be home. I feel like that's you a lot of the time still. Mm-hmm. Just want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to all the things. <laughs> well, um, let's wrap up this part of the conversation with your favorite beauty skincare makeup products. Pick your top. Um, what is your favorite product that you use now and why? Mine actually wouldn't really be a product. Ooh. It would be a procedure I did. Okay. So microbleeding. Have y'all ever heard of it? Yes. Only and I kind you. of I kind of <laughs> want to do it, but I'm scared. Okay. I was super scared too and I watched all of the YouTube videos and read so many reviews and went down rabbit holes, but I will tell you, I got my eyebrows microbladed probably two and a half years ago and they still look flawless. All I have to do is it's, it's basically like getting them tattooed, but it's not tattooed. It's the procedure is the microblading. So basically they take this super sharp utensil, they'll numb you. Um, I went to this place that actually gave me shots. So I was completely numbed, couldn't feel anything. And she just, takes this little knife kind of thing and I know it sounds kind of awful but she makes these hair like strokes and she uses like this this ink so and and she color matches you and and she does the shape that you want and all of that and basically um it's two weeks to heal it and your eyebrows look flawless I literally only have to get them threaded every maybe three to four weeks now and they still have all of the color so I don't even have to fill in my eyebrows or anything oh wow and and the procedure was about five hundred dollars but that was for two appointments it was for the first initial appointment then you go back within one year it's recommended to go back within six weeks though and she'll ask you if there's any changes that you want to be made and during the entire process, she's pausing and having you look at the in the mirror and make sure everything is how you want it to how you want it to look and all of that. And so basically that 500 included both procedures and I have no <laughs> regrets about this at all. Like I will praise it all all day. It is amazing and like I said like I do not have to waste money on eyebrow products anymore. The only thing I buy now is that NYX, the NYX uh, clear eyebrow gel, just to make sure when my eyebrows are a little bit crazy from sleeping or something, but I highly recommend it, and if you ever are in Oklahoma City and need the contact of the lady I went to, I can give you her Instagram and all of that. She is phenomenal, and so that's something that I would really recommend if you are not happy with your eyebrows, because I wasn't before, because they were super like just sparse in some areas. And it really, really bothered me because I like things to be even and very 
symmetrical and I couldn't get them to look perfect every single time I tried. So I was like, I'm so over this. I'm stressed out about this. I'm going to just invest and do this. And I have no regrets. That's awesome. And yeah, we'll definitely link her in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, but your eyebrows are perfect. They are. <laughs> I've always wanted to, like, I've wanted to do it, but mine are so light right now. Like, I don't know if, I feel like almost anything that microblading would do might make it too dark. I don't know. And then, like, I'd be stuck with it if I didn't like it. Well, see, that's the thing, though. The microblading, it's only, like, semi-permanent. Okay. So she can change things. And I'll even send the Instagram, her Instagram page so you can see. Because there's lots of people that actually have lighter colored hair than you do, Shanoa. And Mm -hmm. theirs looks awesome. I'll have to check it out. This is why Carissa is a part of this conversation. Because she's got the details. She's got the resources. This is amazing. Um, Shanoa, what about you? What's a product or just a favorite thing about caring for yourself that you like? Um, I've definitely gotten more into the skincare lately. But I would say, just again, like I said, like my eyebrows and lashes are pretty fair. So I typically... I mean, anymore now that, you know, COVID's a thing and we have to wear the masks all the time, like, I pretty mm-hmm. much just do mascara every day, which I kind of already did that anyway to begin with. But there would be some days I would maybe do, you know, like a little bit of tin and moisturizer if I was stealing up for it and got up, you know, early or whatever. I'd do some foundation, but I've pretty much just tried and true, like, mascara. Like, that's my... Can't what live mascara without. do you use? I like Benefit. Um, I really like the roller lash. It kind of helps curl and lift. And then they have, I think it's called Their Real, which is like their original formula. Mm-hmm. So either of those I like a lot. That is a really great wand, mm-hmm. like on the Benefit Roller. It's kind of like a silicone kind of brush, and it just helps grip your lashes and separate them and makes everything go on nice and smooth. <laughs> um, I'm going to share mine because I want to shout mine from the rooftops, if I may. My favorite product, aside from like, so not skincare, my favorite makeup product is the NARS The Multiple. I absolutely love it. It is, I'm, I'm a huge fan of NARS, like... They can just take all my money, but <laughs> it's the only brand that hasn't made my skin break out like crazy. Um, and, and lipstick in particular, there's something to do with like red pigments that really bother my skin. I've tried a lot of different brands. And when I found NARS's lipstick, I started experimenting with like all of their products because it doesn't irritate my skin at all. It's really, really high quality. And yes, you pay for it, but... The multi especially is one of my favorite tools I have ever found because it's that really creamy consistency and it's good. It gives really good color on it. It's made for eyes and cheek and lip. And normally that wouldn't be my kind of thing, except as I mentioned, I like my routine to be three minutes for makeup and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like I'll spend more time on skincare. I'm fine with that. But makeup, I don't want to spend more time, more than three minutes on. (laughs) And so it's just like a quick swipe, 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 and I'm good to go. And it's a really good balance of color. 
Um, so I can do that in a brow and mascara and feel very put together. They have a really good range of options of colors. So I feel like if you want something that's going to highlight, you can find that. I have something that's a really good pink. I think it's Maui is the color, but it's just, it's such a good texture. Like their products are so creamy and comfortable and lightweight and I love them. I love their foundation. That's the foundation wear. And it comes in a pump bottle so you don't have to like do it on your fingers. You can just pump it, you know, directly on the back of your hand and then get your brush or however you want to apply it to your face. But I typically can use like a half pump and get pretty decent coverage and it's buildable which is really nice can i confess that i have still not purchased it i have only ever used samples because i wear foundation (laughs) so infrequently there's nothing wrong with that but again i've used it to be camera ready for like headshots and and that sort of thing so yeah it's it's weird well that is our conversation on full face fancy are y'all ready to pass some notes yes yes here at Sheltered the Podcast, we pass notes each week to you, our listeners, about something that's making our lives a little better right now, whether it's a product system, bit of entertainment, or mindset, and then we'll let the others check yes or no in response. Shanoa, what are you going to pass a note to us about today? Um, it's kind of on topic. Okay. The IGK dry shampoo. Oh, Um, it's, I'm pretty sure they're vegan. It's a vegan brand. There's like no, you know, sulfates, no parabens. The charcoal detox dry shampoo. Okay. They have like three different kinds. Uh, they have three different ones, but the charcoal one I love and it has a good smell because I feel like with dry shampoo, sometimes the smell's not that great. Like they kind of smell perfumey. Yes. Um, but this one doesn't. And you just, you know, spray it in and let it sit. Sometimes even I'll, if I know I'm not going to wash my hair until like the next night or something, because I've been trying to not wash as often and kind of maybe, you know, do every three days or something. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'll even spray it in like before I go to bed. Um, and then that way it can kind of soak in and then do just like a little bit of touch up in the morning. Okay. Um, but the charcoal detox is really good. That's like their heavy duty. Um, one that's the one I use the most. And then they have a couple others. They have one. It's like a matcha. I've been really happy with the IGK brand. Okay. Carissa, would you check yes or no on this product? I would check yes. I need details, but I do have a question <laughs> about the product. Yes. I've tried two new dry shampoos one is a kevin murphy and then one was i just got like a little sample size of the dry bar brand of the dry shampoo okay and they both smell amazing or they both smell amazing and i love them except i notice on the dry bar one it leaves a lot of white residue no matter how far i spray it the Kevin Murphy does not at all. Does the one that you're that you are talking about, does that one leave a lot of white residue though that you have to blend in? Um not after you work it in. So like you let it absorb for a few minutes and then just work it in with your fingers because my roots, you know, are darker um than the rest of my hair. And so I do that and 
you know, just work it in pretty well. And I don't have any white residue on my roots. I think because it's like the charcoal. So it's a little bit, I wouldn't say like black, but it's not white either. It's more of like that kind of grayish. It's like not as stark white as typical dry shampoos are. So I feel like it does a little bit better on um, dark hair. I might have a sample of it if you want. Next Mm -hmm. time I see you, sidebar. Next time I see you, I can bring bring it to you. (laughs) Yes, I will take that. Thank you for the recommendation. You're welcome. I am going to lovingly check no with an asterisk because I have found my dry shampoo love. (laughs) You know, I'm obsessed with the Kristen S products, um, which you can get at Target. And I really love their brunette dry shampoo. It's, again, I I also think that smell is such an important thing for, like, hair products. So it smells Mm -hmm. really good. It does the job for me. I've been able to get to three days, and my scalp doesn't get itchy. My asterisk that I'm adding on is whenever I come up to visit you next, I would like a little spritz of this thing that you are talking about. Thanks. That would be great. You're welcome. <laughs> so if I could try it that way, that would be yes. super. Yes. <laughs> I'll stick it in my purse. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Carissa, what note are you going to pass to us today? So the note I want to pass to you guys is it is Octo- almost October. So weather is getting a little bit more chilly in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm which I am absolutely loving. Bring on the colder weather. Love jeans, booties, and sweaters and scars. But with that, I love all of the fall wintery smells. (laughs) One of the smells um, I'm loving the most from Bath and Body Works is Marshmallow Fireside. (gasps) It is amazing. I, I don't even know how to describe the smell besides what it literally says in the title marshmallow fireside like it is phenomenal my husband loves it too which is extra points and I think that it it did so well last year that they actually are making it a like all-around season fragrance oh wow like one of their regular yes like not seasonal I guess yes yes so Mm. They do everything. So they have the candles, which I have big ones and small ones. They do the fragrance bulbs, if you like those, to plug uh-huh. into the wall. They do a um, they do a body wash, I believe. And then they also do a lotion, which I love. I don't think that they have a spray yet, but I'm hoping they come out with one because I would love to smell like that. <laughs> But if you haven't tried uh, Marshmallow Fireside or smelt it, go to Bath and Body Works. Go try it. Let me know what you think. But I think you will love it if you love fall fragrances. Okay. Shanoa, are you going to check yes or no? Heck yes, I'm going to check yes on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delightful. I'm going to have to go after work one day this week and go see if they have any. Okay. Well, I'm, Krista, I'm going to check yes because... I actually got it last year. It was oh. um, it was my favorite winter smell. So I think oh. of marshmallow fireside is like a wintry thing because it makes me think of marshmallows and my hot cocoa. But I 
love it. It was a lot. I ordered it online, actually. Um, I got a gift card and I ordered it online and it was a delightful smell. So I, I'm going to check. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. I got to go back and get some. <laughs> awesome. Taylor, what's your note? This week, I need to pass a note about the new iPhone update. One, so that I can brag that I actually did it in a reasonable <laughs> amount of time after release. Because Shanoa always yells at me for that. Um, the main reason I love the iOS 14 update is the widgets on the home screen. So I'm speaking to anybody who is like my former self and hasn't hasn't learned the beauty of a, of a current update. Widgets on the home screen are amazing. My Apps have never been so organized. I have never had a more productive use of space on my phone. I'm able to see the weather at a glance. I'm able to see my batteries and how I need to charge my earbuds right now, like hardcore. Um, I can see that, you know, that's not something that dings at me if I, (laughs) if it's starting to run low. Um, I've also hooked it up so that I can just see my Apple watch um, exercise bars which means that I don't have to have that on my watch all the time and I can make my watch more productive too. I love it. It's also really nice because right now I can get that wide widget um, and I can get news updates on it. Right now with everything that's going on in the world, I don't want to be buried in news apps all the time. And I was kind of getting to that point. So now I just know that I have my morning routine, but I know that throughout the day, if something is going on, I don't have to keep checking. It's going to pop up on my little widget and I'm going to see it. Like I'm not going to be behind on something that's going on in the nation and in our world because it's just going to pop up on my little widget. And I get to see cute pictures of my puppy scroll by and the cat too. She's pretty darn adorable. (laughs) I love it. And if you haven't updated yet, if you're an Apple iPhone user, please, please, please update it's amazing. There are so many other wonderful features that are gold. This has been my favorite update so far. Carissa, check yes, check no. I will check yes. I actually have done the update, but I have not downloaded the widget app and the other app, I guess, that you need to make it all cute and adorable. But it is on my list of things to do possibly this weekend. Especially okay. if I'm in the car for three and a half hours driving to Kansas. So <laughs> um, I am a little bit behind in technology. So it will take me a few hours, I'm sure. But I have been watching some YouTube videos on efficient ways to do it. And also some TikTok videos that I've saved. So yes, I am planning on doing it. I will send you guys screenshots whenever <gasps> I get that accomplished. So Yay! yes for me, for sure. And Carissa, I haven't done all the stuff that you can do. I know you can make them cuter than I have it. I just have it as like the basics with the update. So when you find those videos for how to make it really pretty... I'll send them your way. Thank you. <laughs> Shanoa, check yes, check no. How I, are you feeling? I have checked yes on this. Okay. And I'm slowly but surely working my way. I've got a couple of the widgets, a couple cute little photos, but I haven't gone like all out. I pretty just have like my first screen has the widgets and then I just kind of moved all my other folders to the other page. 
of stuff okay. that I don't really use daily. Oh my gosh, I'm, I feel like more ahead of you with an update, and I never feel that way. And I'm really <laughs> well, I feel like about it. I feel like too. All of our Android listeners, though, they're gonna comment probably and be like, "Um, we've had this technology for like the past three years, so you guys are behind." Well, Android listeners, come at me. We'll have a fun conversation. <laughs> You can check now all day long. I'm still going to love my widget. Well, that is it for today's episode. Carissa, where can listeners reach out to you to talk about all things beauty, skincare, and life in general? I would be happy to answer any questions or to just chat about anything. Um, I am on Instagram. My handle is happily.ever.hendrickson's. If you, the listener, have questions, comments, opinions, or simply want to share, you can find us on Instagram at shelteredthepodcast. Again, those rating and reviews on Apple Podcasts help other people find our conversations. So we truly appreciate your taking time to write us a quick review. New episodes are released each Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app to hear the latest episodes. Thank you for listening to Sheltered the Podcast. Bye, guys. Bye.